Hey, babes. Thanks for joining Brighter Die Podcast. We are your unapologetically authentic veteran beauty team full of knowledge and hilarious commentary. We're serving up radically honest, practical advice, story support, and community every single week. For our brides, we ride or die. Hey, welcome back. This is Whitney with the Brighter Die Podcast, and I'm with my co-host, Miss Megan. Hi, Whitney. Hi, girl. Hey. Welcome back to you, too. <laughs> Um, Okay, so today we are connecting for episode two. Um, So exciting. And we just kind of wrapped up in in talking about brides and how they connect with finding the right people, where they start. Um, But first, I want to kind of, I want to hear from Megan, I want to know, like, what's bringing you to the table? What's setting you apart? Um, What experience do you have that is really gonna just like blow people's minds? I I just want to hear about it. Well, I don't know if I have any experiences that are going to absolutely thoroughly blow people's minds, but I do feel like I have a unique position um, just in the fact that I have been a very different kind of artist offering the same thing for different kinds of wedding clientele for a long, long time. So, for example, I was part of a team of artists working for someone else right after I got my freelance, sort of Mm. once I got my education and I can dig more into the history of my greatness, lol. Um, It really wasn't. I just worked my face off. There really, really no greatness to it. I'm a kind of person who likes to learn by trial and error. I can't really observe too long. I just have to like, okay, tell me the basic things. Let me get in. Let me figure it out. Um, And in so doing, I've tried a lot and I've, I've, I've been around different, Mm. different things. So I would say (laughs) road hard and put away. That's right. That's right. (laughs) She's got a lot of miles. I mean, I'm not necessarily old, but I I do feel like I have a lot of miles, but um, the unique position I think that I have to kind of help guide folks from like the kind of vendor that they want to sort of sort seeking that out and how to find it. Um, again, cause I've been a, I've been a part of a team. I've had a team. I've been a solopreneur. I've been an entrepreneur. I've been in a salon. I've worked for others and kind of run the gamut in a pretty busy part of the country. So again, originally you sound I'm like a like, chameleon, really. I, <laughs> I'm a Gemini <laughs> moon. Maybe that's what it is. I don't know. Oh. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, I don't absolutely. know. Um, yeah. So yeah, so I've kind of I've been I've been in different positions and I definitely there's different kinds of clientele and there's different kinds of offering in terms of like a hair and makeup operator for your wedding day. So I just kind of want to touch on like are you trying to find your correct person? Like are you really are you in tune with what you want? Do you even know or do you just like need somebody to show up? Because all those questions I think mm. I think that matters. I think that that's dependent on their lifestyles too, you know, like what what is the bride's lifestyle? Is she like the super chill bride who's just like, yeah, whatever, it's fine. Or is it, you know, somebody who's down to the nitty gritty, like I have a planner, I'm planning out every microsecond, <laughs> you know, because I've seen both sides of the spectrum, right? Yeah, absolutely. Like every, and, and everyone in between. So um, to your point, I think it's it's much different when you're working for like a team as a freelancer versus like on your own self-employment. Um, because folks, we're running seven hats at all times. Uh, tell me you don't have a social media person without telling me you don't have a social media person. Take a look at my camera roll. It's so silly, right? Like the seven second videos <laughs> for, yeah. like, of the same thing, like eight times, yeah. right? So, you know, keep in mind as, as our inboxes fill up, we, we are currently actively working also. And so it's a never ending like circle of that. Um, how do you feel like a bride should connect, you know, let's say specifically to you, but, or somebody like us. Um, and obviously we're based in, in Oregon. 
Um, I'm down here in Southern Oregon, about 15 minutes from the California border, but do commute um, outwards of sometimes 250, 300 miles. Uh, and Megan, obviously, you're a little bit closer to the Eugene market. Yeah, I'm a little, I'm a little further north. I'm in the Umpqua Valley, so I'm, I'm remote-ish, but also. Which is so funny. Kind of Neither the, of us are even from here, you know. I know. I, that's really also pretty hilarious. Like, I, I also never, if you ever said, do you think you'd ever find yourself like in an or, like in Oregon? I'd be like, that's the craziest thing I've literally ever heard. But here we are, and it's it's magic. So never say it's never. Funny. I guess. I, I feel like you and I, we, we kind of have this like grungy, punky like vibe, but then both of us have been here about three or four years in Oregon. I'm from San Diego and you obviously are from the East Coast. So it's just kind of funny, this like crunchy, boho, punky <laughs> like situation. Happening. I know it's a very, it's a very eclectic mix over here. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I kind of which always have brings us all types of, of a, people. You know? Yeah. Which I think is a, it's a cool thing about the industry. And that's, I think part of it too, is like, how do you find your person? I think a lot of it has to do with the kind of experience that you want to have. So mm. I think it's really important that people view the wedding day or however they choose to do it. Right. Like, so Whitney and I do adventure elopements and, and micro weddings and mini weddings, as well as, you know, occasional traditional weddings. Um, so I Can think you it explain what a, what an elopement looks like for you and, and for out here? Cause I don't think people understand like Oregon being a destination wedding like area. I know. Like no one gets that. So I, I like wasn't Oregon, really quite like sure. Goonies, so like Goonies? I know. Yeah. I know. Um, which is amazing. <laughs> hey, you guys. Everybody should totally go to Astoria and see all that. Um, so I, 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 because it's it's also really unique in that it's got like incredible coastline for really, really beautiful epic elopements. We have the Redwoods. We have Oregon Redwoods. And then the like Jed Smith is right on the other side of the border here oh, um, so into California. So there's a lot of different types of topography if somebody wanted to do like a an adventure elopement an outdoor elopement i know that business really boomed through covid because right we're not doing the traditional thing like we used to um and elopements can look as intimate as you and your partner and your photographer and then your officiant if you choose to have one i'm ordained just in case as is most like elopement wait i'm sorry can you repeat that (laughs) yeah i'm ordained just in case you never know okay you're just hilarious that's hilarious you never know what we wow. have to be prepped at all times well, for any. Megan's now offering a bigger package than I am. So. I'm not. No. 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 We leave it to the. Per- no. That's very much not my purview. Um, I'm just kidding. Yeah, but just in case, if if there's a, a situation, because it's it, it, wow, it can be adventurous. I mean, mountain passes are a thing, and there's there's a lot of the degree of difficulty to which a makeup artist shows up to her job in this type of situation is entirely different than the Four Seasons in Washington D.C. Mm-hmm. Law. Like that's a completely different day. I've had both <laughs> oh, kinds I can't of wait days. To hear those stories. <laughs> it's a completely different day. So yeah, and and the vibe is different. And again, the experience that those people want is different. And so. You know, what kind of experience do you want? Do you want something intimate on the very like moody, misty Oregon coast? Do you want some epic, gorgeous um, mountaintop views? Do you want um, redwood forest? Like you can have all of it in Oregon. Oregon is a very diverse, cool, kick-ass place with Mm -hmm. beautiful national parks beautiful natural resources that we're very protective of that that we that we take oh, very seriously absolutely. right leave no trace uh, folks leave yes no trace. baby yeah. very important so that's, so that's kind of an adventure lo- yeah exactly we'll probably yeah. i'm sure that'll be another episode <laughs> go down the rabbit hole like the importance of that yeah for sure yeah, but pick up your trash <laughs> please pack your shit out thank you um yeah but i think really being intentional and thoughtful about the kind of experience you want for the day is going to help you find the right vendor and because we're the first ones that show up in the morning on the day i think that's Ooh, kind yes. of critical too 
Well, we set the tone, right? And I think, you know, we can get, you know, really what I want to see organically happen is us talk about mental health. I think there's a lot of issues with mental health that in a lot of industries, but specifically beauty, that we do not hear from enough people about. You know, it's kind of taboo, you know, and I'm just a firm believer, like people need to see the behind the scenes, right? Like they need to see that and hear that. So for us, we have to put all that aside and make sure that we've communicated with you as a bride, Mm -hmm. your your photographer, because even this week I had an elopement at the California coast. My photographer called and said, we're going to push it out an hour because there's sunshine, right? So I'm going to go sit in the woods for 45 minutes so that we can kind of elongate the day so that we hit those those time frames where you're going to get the best like, you know, sunbeam shots or whatever you're looking for. Um, so, yeah, it's just really important. The communication factor, too, I think is like a big one. Um, but, yeah, I digress. <laughs> so I think if you understand that sort of experience that you want, if you want to connect with the person that's going to be touching you that morning. If it's just the two of you, you really do want to connect with, if, if you're having an elopement and it's just the two of you, you want to connect with that person. If you've got well, 17 of are... your very best sorority sister friends and y'all are getting married at the Four Seasons <laughs> and you, and That's you, a different you vibe. Want, and it's a different vibe and you, you may yeah. not be too, you're going to be spending a lot of time with your girls and a lot of time with mm-hmm. the people. So the personalities of the folks that you hire for hair and makeup might not be as critical to you. Um, and, and that's the kind of stuff to keep in mind, like. Yeah. What do I need? What do I physically need? How many people? What kind of service do I want? And then what sort of experience yeah. do I want? And you should, from those, from those thoughts, start to really dial in the kind of person that you want. Because good, ma- good hair and makeup artists should be marketing and pitching to their crowd. So find the ones that are pitching to you. Like, yeah. are they? Like, you know, they're out there. You just got to figure out who, what kind of experience you're looking for is really important, critical, I think. Right. So... Let's say that they're looking for an elopement because obviously we can get into micro weddings and like traditional larger weddings and and even, you know, big events and things like that. Um, I've had someone do a divorce party. Like there's lots of things we do outside of weddings, but our main. I don't want to spill too much tea here, but I've been around long (laughs) enough to where I've had several brides more than once. (laughs) So round two, here we go. And and so fun. And I'm so I'm so pumped that they called or like, let's do it again. I'm like, that first one wasn't shit. Let's do it over. (laughs) Yeah, we all can turn a a popper into a prince. Let's be real. (laughs) How? Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) That's for the after dark, though. Let's be real. Um, But yeah, so if somebody's looking to connect with someone like you or I, um, what's something they should be looking at? Is it social media platforms? Are we using like the knot or wedding wire? Like, what are we using? What's our online presence look like for somebody to connect as a bride? That is such a great question. I'm so glad you asked. She's so prepped, you guys. She's so pumped. Like she's it's so that law into, school. It's that uh, law notes. school. I'm telling you, she is. Listen, she's ready with her legal pad and her questions, um, which is good because you're super prepped and I like to riff. So it's like yeah, a match. It's, made it's a good balance. You. So I think that's the other thing too. Like your hair and makeup people should know where their clients go to find the find you guys so just go to where you like to go if you like to go on instagram to search for inspo you're gonna find your artist on instagram for inspo right like that's just sort of how it works if you like pinterest good smart savvy hair and makeup people have a pretty robust pinterest profile over there so they're snapping you up from places like that um the the wedding wires and the the knots and things like that i don't have i have not personally spent a ton of time in those places because that's not personally where my clients are my clients Mm -hmm. are 
referral-based, word of mouth. Oh, we had a great experience with Megan. Like, that's how my partner, Rachel, and I built the business. Like, we yeah. did it based on referrals, right? And I still lead with that. It's very important to create, like, relationships with folks. So now, because mm, I do a networking. lot of elopements, my brides are coming from all over the country. So it's really hard to create a warm network. So now my network is my vendor friends. Like, my my... My frienders are very important because they're the ones mm -hmm. that are referring me. So it's important that I keep their clients super happy. It's important that I deliver and I maintain all these relationships. So for me, that's still the way to do it. So there's there's one way. If you're eloping, well, ask your vendors. They'll, they'll share their preferred folks with yeah. you. I think something to touch on, too, is our clientele is literally from all over the country. So and not that I'm not doing local weddings. I am like we've got, you know, all of Southern Oregon into Bend, you know, Eugene, all of that is great. But I think what's awesome about this this particular part of our career is that we are reaching everybody in all states red states blue states like all different types of walks of life like literally i had a bride this week she's an fbi agent you guys i know like, it's so it, cool it's it's so cool and like yeah the, the conversations that we're having i walk away and and take something from every single conversation i have with someone and it's just a it, it's truly amazing to connect with you and i think for for brides to know like for us we like eat sleep and and breathe you and that is the whole reason of why we do this yes we love makeup we love being artists right like it's all about the art but at the end of the day like if the connection's not there your day is not going to feel like solidified it's not going to feel like that day that you want we're, we're prepping you to go tell the person you love the most uh, I'm with you forever right like that's the whole point we're literally it. touching so. you like I don't know if people really sort of like don't understand like it's a big deal. Do you want me to touch you, Megan? To touch? Well, I mean, you know, I mean, it's, I know, but it is a big deal. Like you literally have this person touching you, and it's kind of mm -hmm. weird. We touch people it's for a living, intimate. so we don't even think about it anymore. But that is like a that's I mean, like a, a that is an energetic you, so. exchange. Yeah, you know, and so like if that's you're true. not into this person that's literally touching you in your face. <laughs> for hours on like the most one of the most important days of your life that's but but it doesn't have to for everybody this is the thing like you don't necessarily right. have to be connected and there are artists that are like listen i'm here to knock it out of the park for you whether we connect or not doesn't matter to me and so well, and i think too to remind folks if it's an elopement i mean there's some folks that can't get into their dress and they don't want their dude or their right or their if you're, their if you're having a first look at an intimate so place i'm gonna see your tatas putting right. your dress on you i'm gonna, I'm gonna tape see your, your, your booty together <laughs> i'm gonna uh, lift and roll and tape <laughs> it's another you know and so <laughs> it's the intimacy it is yes and it, but that that's but you know what to your point though like that's even more and i think that's probably why you and i have obviously obviously that's not probably why that is precisely why you and i have gravitated more toward this like intimate connected situation intimate mm -hmm. with like the you know it's just us and the couple and perhaps like an officiant or one or two family members like the majority of the elopements that i do are less than five people in a tent like it's literally the couple and the vendor mm -hmm. squad and that's it i offer concierge service where i go with my couple um, so I actually spend potentially That's a ton amazing. of time with them. Like, as, as you mentioned, I just got back from Switzerland to, um, for a two day elopement with phenomenal photographer. I'm going to tag her. She'll be in the show notes and I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to tag all the things in the show notes. So you guys can see the, the Switzerland um, elopement, which was amazing. But so I was with this couple for two straight days in a foreign country. <laughs> You know, like how <laughs> shitty would that be if like we were like, oh, Megan's like, it's OK, like it's whatever. Like that would be so awkward. You know what I mean? So 
There are artists that that want to connect with you, and if that's something that you're wanting, look out for those that type of vibe from people. Don't just, um, yeah, don't 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 necessarily go with what like oh this looks the prettiest. They should be offering mm. conversations with you, consultations with you, phone calls with you. Like there should totally, if you yeah. really want to connect with someone, just hit them up and ask like what how does this work? How how can we connect and discuss and talk? Um, yeah. On the flip side, if you I love to offer if that. you have a larger and I got away from larger parties because, again, that intentionality was lost for me. But that's why we're individuals and everybody can do what they want. I have friends that are still on big fat teams back on the East Coast that crush it. They do, you know, four weddings a day for three days out of the week, 12 weddings. Like, it's insane. Jeez. And there's yeah, 30 people on the team and they're so equipped to handle the big, <laughs> big party. And if that's what you want, that's what you should have. And you should just get the best operators in the business. And those are the artists that'll kind of come in, be super pleasant, be super efficient at their job, but they kind of fade into the background and they are not the main mm -hmm. character type of thing. And you're maybe not going to connect with them as intimately. And that's okay. Like whatever you want, is what you should have. Well, I love that. And I think, I mean, that's, I would say, a whole other episode and, and chatting about like larger weddings. I still, you know, I really love larger weddings still. I do have folks that I bring like additional artists or hair, hairstylists, which, and again, like not everyone likes to do bridal hair. And I, I get that. Um, so that's, that's also something to touch on later on. Um, it's really hard to find good artists that have the license. You know, we specialists but, as well. Yeah. You guys, like we have spent the time money. I mean, I spent $30,000 on beauty school. Like, that's insane. I spent, I spent 36 months of my entire life. So you did, how much did you spend on beauty school? Uh, $28,000. Yeah, I spent, but I spent at 36, the same month, time, uh, 36 months of my life. Well, it's time or money. It's all going to cost you, right? So That's exactly right. It. And trust me, it cost um, me. <laughs> that right. was expensive in other ways, oh, if you know what I it's mean. <laughs> it's insane. And and not that it's, I, I'm thankful that I had that foundation because, I mean, I was working with folks like William Williams who worked on Italian Vogue. You guys, like we spent You're back. Oh, girl. I could just and... sop up your your whole CV with the biscuit. I could just. Well, mm, mm. I probably don't. I probably don't like do myself any justice. I don't like to also name drop and stuff in the industry. But I've worked under a lot of people that were like celebrity makeup artists and things like that. That like, I mean, I was like sweeping hair for these people, folks. Like service well, industry, bottom of the barrel, uh -huh. free, working for free um, for years, trade for picks, you know, things like that to build this thing, this empire thing. Right. And so, again, like you're trying to connect with this artist, pull up their Instagram. I love Pinterest, you guys, but like pull up our work. We work so hard and it's probably not going to be perfect. I pick my work apart. Now, we we are the the biggest critic of our own art. Right. But but pull up our work. <laughs> like if I could give you any bit of advice, you bring me all the Pinterest. But oh my God, how flattering is it to have somebody go, "Hey, I really loved what you did here." <laughs> you when did I see it. my own stuff as a reference, <laughs> I die. I know. Well, like, I am that's like, the biggest oh form my of flattery. God. Well, because number one, it 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 ensures that the person that I that wants to book me is connected with stuff I've created. So they're not like just in on huge. me, the person they're in on my, my art, which is that's huge. really important. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Cause why would I book Megan an elopement specialist if I want quinceanera type, like the full Instagram beatdown of like 2014, right. <laughs> right. that is not, that's not our thing. Right. And we've been there, done that. Both of us have a background with Mac cosmetics and all these brands that that was, we were pumping that out influencer markets and things like that. We were trying to emulate. Um, but that's not our niche. 2015 anymore. was the, was that era. <laughs> 
Those brows were rough. We'll come back. We're going to circle back. That's its own podcast episode. If they have, I mean, ideally folks should have some, um, anyone that you're booking, it doesn't matter what kind of experience you're looking for. There are at Mm. least the bare minimum green flags for me are a strong Instagram presence or social proof of any kind. If you Google their name, you'll see that they have a wedding wire profile with lots of five-star reviews. Dig into the reviews. What is the common thread people are saying about this person? Like for me, I went back and read a bunch of my old ones and they're like, she's so calming. And I'm like, sick. That's a brand. That is now a brand promise. Like, okay, cool. I'm going to bring the Zen to your, to your insane. Mine's like, it was comedy hour. (laughs) Like, I'm kind of funny, but not, not really. You're very funny. You're very witty. I uh, listen. I would hire I you in a hot sh- second, girl. The next time I, I get that. married, it's you, honey. <laughs> is that are you? Is like polyamorous relationship or what? No, no. We're just like regular. We're like we're like mom and dad over here are just like regular cis hat, you know, middle aged people. It. But anyway, we love the spouse support. That's good. Um, my my wedding think- story is a good one. We'll get into that one another time. Oh God. I do want to segue into wedding bridal trials versus previews. And I think this is like a really important conversation. So if you're doing anything listening, like, please take note. If you're planning a wedding, um, Megan, what's a, what's a bridal trial or a bridal preview? What does that sound like? So essentially those two things aren't the same in my opinion. Boom. Those are two very different things to me, babes. Okay. Oh, was that a trick question? Wait, are you trying to catch me sleeping, baby? Uh, yeah, no. I'm just. I. You know no, what? I'm, I'm a big base. I'm a baseball fan, so I was just. You know. Throw me a softball, honey. Yeah. I got it. <laughs> softballs. So what's no, a what's a bridal fast, fast? Did you say balls? Sweaty balls. <laughs> Deep in your what's love your base. what's your bridal trial versus preview situation? What does that look like? And what do you think about it in this industry now that weddings have kind of pivoted over the last decade? They really have. Plus COVID again. Like I, I hate to keep bringing that up. So it's I it's know. almost like. It, but it was. She was a little ground. Like that was a groundbreak. It was like a that was a watershed thing for an oh, event wow. industry. Anyway, I mean for the whole planet. Okay, like wasn't it? Listen, I understand <laughs> it affected everybody very seriously. It was a big deal. Okay, I'm not I'm not making light of it. Mm-hmm. But I think there was definitely a before and an after. There was a clear punctuation in, in what it looked like prior to and it looked like after. And as I as I mentioned in previous episode, the one that we have, uh, I talked about how, <laughs> you know, the one, the other one, um, I sort of discussed how people sort of changed. And so the trial for me feels like it's got one energy and the preview for me feels like it has a completely different energy. And you're going to have different artists maybe offer different things. And I think we should just talk about it in the next episode, honestly. We can totally get I would into love it. I would love that. And I think All right, let's I do would it. I would say forewarning folks, like it might be a popular, unpopular opinion from us, but just with the experience we have, I truly believe you need to listen in. Um, and that's all I'll say. <laughs> and we're the punk ass professionals. So I just want to remind everybody yeah. that like we're we're gonna tell you the real deal, but we're also gonna keep it profesh. Okay. Yeah. No sugar coating here. Not gonna happen. All right, gang. <laughs> Um, tell the people where they can find us. Oh my goodness. You can find us at Instagram at Bride or Died Podcast. We also have an email, so feel free to If you want to submit questions or stories, you can hit us (sighs) up at Bride or Died Podcast at gmail.com. Woo! Oh my gosh. Babes, thanks for tuning in. To share your story, be featured on the pod, or for inquiries, hit us up at Bride or Die Podcast at gmail.com and find us on Instagram at Bride or Die Podcast. Just please.
damage.